with Desk Lady Ada. Okay, hello everybody, and welcome to Desk Lady Ada. It's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada, on camera control, and also testing out a new AV system, which yeah, which should be we upgrade no over different. Time. We upgrade over time. So good, so good. Okay, no. well, uh, do you have any news or updates? You want me to just jump right in? Regular old shows okay. this week and more. Come on by and show and share your stuff this week on Show and Tell. And, of course, check out all the shows that we have all week long. What is on your desk this week, though, Lady Okay, Anna? this week on my desk is a lot of TFTs. Um, so the chip short, pardon me, the chip shortage, uh, you know, like I said, has been getting a little easier to deal with. And one of the things that's um, been more available are displays. So displays are one of the first things that just became ludicrously expensive. You know, the prices went up like 300%. Prices are back down to normal and also... Um, you know, since we were um, repricing all of our TFTs, we actually sent out some, you know, quote requests and got um, another company that's always going to dual source. We have another company that could supply the same TFTs for us. Uh, so, you know, no matter what happens, um, you know, if there's lockdowns or companies don't have some parts available or they have different parts available, we have another supplier. And um, as I was doing this, I was like, well, if I'm going to maybe like update and redo some of these TFTs, let's also update the boards. So I thought, let's um, maybe let's look at the TFT samples first. I have this big box of TFT samples right here. And uh, we can also just talk about TFTs and I'll show you the board revisions I'm doing. And then that'll lead us into the great search. Cool. How's that sound? Okay. So let's go. So yes, yeah, so this, this is some of the TFTs. I was just going to show this later. All sorts of TFTs, um, SPI TFTs, and uh, you know TTL and, and more. So let's take a look. Uh, it's a gigantic ass box. Oh my god. Okay. So um, I'm just going to start with the smallest ones. So this is okay. This is actually um, oh, this is like the same TFT as the 1.8 inch. 1.9 TFT that I use here. Um, so yeah, it looks like pretty much identical. You know, the, it's not exactly the same. The FPC is a little bit different, you can see. But uh, you know, I'll test this um, in in situ. So I'll you know I'll pop this out and uh, pop this one in and just make sure that it works the same. So again, always good to have multiple sources. Okay, so that's that one. Let's see this. Oh, this is uh, like the two-inch display. So that's um, like this one. Uh, let's look at the FPC connector. So we can do this without tearing apart the screen. Oh, wait, tore apart the screen. Um, I think this FPC might be a little bit different. Let me see how it goes. No, it's just the FPC is a little different, but it actually ends up being the same. Uh, length and size so that's kind of good so we'll test this one as well this is a two inch uh, ips display so that's kind of good this is the i can already tell it's a round rounded rectangle this is the um 1.69 ips rounded rectangle tft so these are all spi tfts so basically pretty much anything under 320 by 240 you know, I tend to use SPI as the protocol. Um, you know, it works It works well enough and uh, it can transfer enough data. And right, then we're gonna get into some other displays. So this is a 2.8 inch 
Uh, capacitive touch, so you can tell it's capacitive because it's got that nice shiny black top. Uh, and this is the capacitive touch chip. One of the things that I like is, um, even though it's not done, I have, you know, I've, I've kind of requested it because I saw it once, is the capacitive touch actually, the chip, even though it's a separate, it's a totally separate circuit, you know, the capacitive touch um, FPC is totally separate. It gets soldered onto the main FPC. And then um, instead of the four resistive lines, you get SDA, SCL, you know, IRQ and address or whatever um, coming out. So it's like you get to reuse those four lines, but they're for capacitive touch. So this is, um, this display is interesting because it's eight, it's 16 bit or SPI. You can see all the pins that are available. Um, so we do use 16 bit mode on like the uh, Pi portal for like high speed. And uh, you can also, the ESP32 has a eight or 16 bit mode. It's just, is it actually faster? I don't know, 16 bit is a, is a bit faster. Um, eight bit, it depends. Okay, this one. Okay, this is a 2.8 inch uh, resistive. So you can see it's got the same, um, you know, basic connector, but this one has the resistive touch panel and this one has capacitive, so two two options and these should be drop-in replacements for the current displays we've got which will should be nice I kind of I don't like to change chipsets or uh, connectors it's a lot of work to, to update okay let's see what else we got here okay more and more and more displays oh these are uh, oh this is cute so this is a 2.4 inch display and uh, also a capacitive touch version which I've not had before so this is actually kind of nice um, the current supplier we have of TFTs did not have a 2.4 inch display option um, so this is pretty cool we'll be able to update the display maybe and have that capacitive touch version as well as the resistive let's put this away and this has the same uh, connector as the 2.8 so just you know I, I use the same um, connector pin out. Okay, so that's the 2.8 inches, or sorry, 2.4 inches. Let's see, now, got this bag. What's, what's in here? Oh, this is a uh, 1.3 inch, I think. This is a 1.5. Yeah, this is a 1.3. Three, no, 1.44. This is the classic 1.44, 128 by 128 display. This is like the uh, OG uh, TFT SPI display used in um, pocket, um, like those little uh, keychain uh, image viewers from like 10, 15 years ago. Uh, that's what they were originally used for. And that's, you know, then they became uh, popular for hobbyist purposes. Um, is there any benefit from resistive touch over capacitive? It's much cheaper, for Resi sure. Resistive is cheaper? Resistive is much, much cheaper. Okay. Capacitive usually adds 10 bucks or so. It's, it's pricey. All right. Any, um, any other reasons that one would be better than the other? Some people like the pressure, but you know, mm. most people like capacitive. Okay. Uh, here's another round rec display. Uh, you know, we use this. This is actually, um, yeah, 1.47 inch, and I think it's like 240 by, uh, 150 or something it's a very high resolution ips display and then this is the 
1.3 inch IPS display. You know, very popular. We use this in the Clue and a bunch of other boards. I'm just making, I'm making a little bit of a mess here. That's okay. And then this is the, uh, this is the standard 1.5 inch display. So classic. Also used in a lot of different boards. Let's see what uses the 1.5 inch. Oh, the uh, Monster Mask, the Halloween uses this display. Um, there's a couple more in here. Oh no, this would be 1.44. So I'm gonna put all these SPI displays in here. There's a lot of them. It took about a month to get all these samples, by the way. So you have to, you have to really, because you, you have to look at the data sheets and you have to approve them, and then it takes a while. Okay, so that's that. Uh, all right, here's some more larger displays. Okay, so now we're getting into the chunkies. This is 3.2 or 3.5. Let me see. This is 3.5. So this is the largest. Uh, SPI display we uh, we used uh, it's 320 by 480 um, again one with capacitive touch that's nice uh, I think I don't know that we had capacitive touch for the one well, for 3.5 I know we did for the 2.8 3.5 I think we didn't and then um, here's a uh, well I'm not gonna pull it out but this is the resistive version so capacitive touch resistive touch Again, pricing differences will determine which one we go with. Okay, so that's that. Okay, now now we're into the big one. They're getting bigger and bigger as we as we get deeper into the the bin. This is a five inch display, resistive touch. So at this point, we no longer use SPI. We use now uh, a forty pin uh, TTL connector. Um, you know, for this, a Raspberry Pi can drive it. Um, the ESP32 S3 actually has a peripheral that can drive not all 24 bits, but 16-bit color. It can do for uh, hold on. zoom out because it's getting getting kind of big. So it's this five-inch. Um, and this is another five-inch. One of these is I. Yeah, sorry. This is 4.3-inch. So 4.3-inch. Also, uh, this is a TTL display. 40 pin connector, standard 40 pin connector. We have an HDMI to TTL converter and also the RA8875 can, you know, drive this, uh, drive these displays. But, um, you know, there, there are a lot of, there are a lot of uh, pixels, like 800 by 480. So you need, you need a lot of bandwidth. Okay, and now uh, capacitive touch version of the five inch. This one, uh, you know, they didn't do the thing which where I wanted, which is, you know, this would connect through to here. I'm gonna ask if they can do that, um, but they might not because it looks like this is a 10 pin connector and they might be like, no, there's actually not enough GPIO. You need more GPIO than the four pads that are afforded to you here. Yeah, whatever. So I'll check that out. And then, probably like two more to go. Uh, 4.3 inch capacitive, nice. Let's see, now this is, we're into the chonkers. 
So this is a seven inch capacitive. This is seven. I don't know the resolution. It could be 800 by 480 or it could be, uh, it could be 480 by uh, 800 or it might be 1000 by 600. I think it's 800 by 480 though. Also separate uh, capacitive touch FPC. All right, I think I one more to go. And then this is probably a seven inch resistive. Yeah, seven inch resistive. Um, interesting, at some point they also sort of give up on trying to make this one connector and they're like, look, the resistive is on a separate connector. Can be just, can be just too difficult to uh, get the sizing right. All right, so that's the displays. And I think there's one more bonus display at the bottom here. Oh my God, what is this beast? Oh, this is a uh, iPad display. So replace my iPad display, I think. Which, or maybe it's a 10-inch IPS. Yeah, it's a 10-inch IPS display. Which is kind of a nice display. All right, huge pile of TFTs. I have my work cut out for me. All right. I don't know if that's a saying people still use. Let me put this all away. All right, you want to roll into the great search? Well, then I'm going to show off one quick thing, but I just thought, you know, that would be fun to show people all the different TFTs. Yeah. I don't know. If you're if you're somebody who wants to put a display on something, now you know all the options. Yeah. All of them. Okay. So, um, yeah, we're going to quickly show off these boards. So what I've been doing, uh, so you saw, like, I had this gigantic uh, pile of TFTs. So what I've been doing is, um, you know, the newer T TFT displays have a iSpy connector on them. Uh, which means that, you know, you can uh, solderlessly connect. It's kind of like a STEMIQT connector with FPC. But <coughs> some of our older displays, you know, I, didn't, I hadn't decided to do that yet because this is from like 10 years ago, 12 years ago. So this display, you know, doesn't and this display doesn't. Uh, but since I'm, you know, maybe updating the TFTs, I was like, you know what, maybe it's a good time to also update the, um, especially if I can get IPS versions, I thought it's a good time to update the um, display breakouts. So like, for example, this breakout um, here, you know, there's a space that is available. So I added a um, iSpy connector here and, you know, I have it running off of a, uh, a Cutie Pie board. I made a little, a little breakout for it. And um, so you can just connect it up and um, I have it do the test. Let me see. I'll restart the test. And then, you know, it's kind of nice. So it's a, it's a very actually, it's actually kind of nice because it's a faster way to test than to solder and connect all the, the pins and headers. Um, so this is a, you know, how I can check all of these boards very quickly. So, you know, as I go through that gigantic pile and approve them, you'll also see updates to all of our TFTs. Because uh, I do want to, you know, one of the things that is, you know, I'm trying to get towards this, like, you know, less soldering or no soldering required to build a lot of projects. Um, you know, the cutie pies and the STEM QTs are a big part of that. Uh, iSpy is going to make it easier to do uh, display type projects. So let's go to the computer. So I've got, um, you know, a couple of the most recent displays, you know, um, the 1.9, 1.47, 1.69 do have the connector. And then, of course, recently we put in the connector breakout. But I was like, oh, you know, 
now that I've got kind of a, I'm kind of going through and doing this, let's also make a um, accessory for the Raspberry Pi to connect displays because we have the Pi TFT and stuff, but it would probably be, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, I want the Raspberry Pi to be mounted elsewhere than the display, or you want, like, you want to build a project where it's separated, or you have an ink or something. Um, so it's like, you know, sometimes it makes sense to have it attached to the back, but sometimes it doesn't. So, uh, and this is what, you know, the, the Pi TFT looked like, um, you know, it's like you, you plugged onto the Raspberry Pi. So, um, you know, I thought of maybe designing uh, something like this. where you know it plugs this is like the two by 20 header that plugs into the top of a raspberry pi and it's like a little it's like a little shim a little strip and then you get i really only wanted to have the um i spy connector but then basically it's like it you it used so many pins that it didn't like it didn't make sense like w once you go past like 12 i was like ah you know what i should just have it be like all the gpio so then I asked uh, Mr. Ladyator for some suggestions. He's like, well, maybe put a slide switch on there or two buttons and you have a 7QT connector. So it's like you can make, you know, a couple different projects, maybe select different modes. Um, you could use a slide switch, maybe as an on-off switch type thing. Um, and then, you know, this would allow you to connect any of our TFTs, again, without any soldering or, you know, effort. You would just, you'd just be able to plug it right in. So that would be, um, and then be super handy. So that's, that's going to, um, I'm going to finish routing this. You can see I've got a couple more air wires to go. But this will support our e-ink breakouts, our TFT breakouts, OLED breakouts, whatever. Um, and then as we add more and more displays, because one thing that's nice is that there's always, like, more displays being made. Um, the, you know, from, from having, like, the somewhat crummy 128 by 128, 1.44-inch 1 TFT, it's like every month now I look, there's a new... TFT that's on the market that's available that's low cost that's SPI that could be a fun little accessory for um, a Raspberry Pi or something so this is uh, the board I'm working on this weekend is sort of like incentive for me to get all these iSpy redesigns done yay um, but as I was doing this uh, one of the things I uh, thought I would do for the great search is show how to find this 2x20 pass-through connector that I really like to use uh, so that leads us into the great search. The Great Search brought to you by DigiKey and Adafruit. This is the time of the week where Lady Ada shows you how to find the things you are looking for on digikey.com. What is a great search this week, Lady Ada? Okay, so this week, um, I was just chatting about how we're redoing a lot of our TFT displays and we're adding in a little connector that will make it easy to add a flex FPC uh, to not require any soldering for attaching a TFT display to a project or a product. And so um, on the computer, I can go there. I designed this board that has uh, the FPC connector here and then it connects to a Raspberry Pi header. You can just Plonk it onto a Raspberry Pi header. The ideally, this would be fully assembled. No soldering is required. Um, and then, uh, you know, you, you plug it onto a Raspberry Pi or actually any single board computer with that 2x20 header. Almost all of them now have the same standard header, which is, like, pretty sweet. And then you would be able to plug in a TFT display. So, like, just less work, less wiring effort. I and mean, people are always kind of struggling with wiring. 
Um, this will make it so, you know, the flex connector goes in, you're good to go. So this um, connector we use in a lot of our bonnets. So let's look at our bonnets. So for example, um, oh, this is a pack. Let's look. Okay, so this voice bonnet example. So this bonnet, um, what we do is we like to use a slim two by twenty connector on the back. And the reason I like to use these slim style ones and they're SMT is one, if you're doing SMT, there's no hand soldering. Like it's even though these characters are like kind of chonky and like hand placing them, you know, sometimes is required They come on tubes. It's still a lot faster to place it and put it through the oven than it is to hand solder 40 pins, especially if you don't have a selective solder machine. So for, you know, or even if you do, it's it's a very labor intensive, it's a very messy process. So, you know, um, using these slim two by 20 headers is great. Um, let's see if I can see. Another thing that's nice is that you can have these plated holes up top and then you can actually stick a um, stacking header through. So something like this. It's this extra long stacking header. These pins go through the SMT header and through the holes, like the SMT legs go out so that um, these long legs can go through. It means that you can stack multiple boards if you'd like, as long as there's no pin incompatibilities. Or you can probe or you can attach other accessories. I think the, um, the Sense Hat also did this. If you look, the Sense Hat similarly has a two by 20 connector what's interesting about how they did is actually they they to save on um assembly costs this header here on the bottom actually is through hole and it sticks through and uh you can kind of see the little the little pads maybe it's kind of tough to see maybe yeah, here you can kind of see, you can see the legs stick through and that's how it attaches. It actually saved a little bit of money because they didn't do a double-sided process. It's a one-side process, SMT on the top, and then just somebody, before they package it, they stick a two by 20 header through, the pins go you know, through the PCB, through the header, and make contact. And it's actually quite mechanically strong. So um, it's another hack, again, to, to save money um, you know, a little bit less uh, assembly cost because a single, anytime you do single-sided, SMT is worth it. Only trade-off is, you know, SMT headers are gonna be more expensive than through-hole headers. They're not as uh, common. And um, again, you know, you, you, they often don't come in a tape and reel. You might be able to get them tape and reeled, but they often come tubed or bulk because they're just so long. So let's go to DigiKey and find this. So I want to find a uh, header. And uh, you know, this is the closest image. I do like the new image search. So it's a, it's called a female receptacle rectangular connector. Because I never quite remember the difference between like board to wire, wire, header, connector, rectangular. I just type in header and then I just click on the image that and then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. That's what they call these. So there's like a quarter million different items, but we're gonna, we're gonna get through them very quickly. Um, so number one, we only really want active or preliminary. So we're going to select those. And we only want two row because we want the two by 20 connector. 
So let's apply and that'll, that'll cut it in half. Great. Next up is the number of positions uh, and we want 40. Remember it's two by 20. So the number of positions total is, is 40. And then um, number of positions loaded is going to be all. You're wondering like, why would you have sometimes not? Um, it's actually not uncommon for there to be one pin missing because it's the key pin. So like if you remember floppy drives, I think, or like IDE drives, they had one pin that was like um, filled in and that way you couldn't plug in the connector upside down. It's the only thing about IEC connectors is like it's kind of easy to flip them upside down. Um, but we want all of the, the connectors attached. And then how we look in. So yeah, these are looking pretty good. These are all through hole. So now, oh, here's one SMT. So now we want to find <clears throat> surface mount. So we want surface mount, not right angle. We want it to be pointing up. And then the pitch, oh, that's important. So we want 0.1 inch by 0.1 inch. So mating pitch is the pitch down the 20 connectors and the row pitch is the distance between, sorry, the row spacing is the distance between, but it's gonna be square 0.1 inch by 0.1 inch. Actually, we're already down to like only 500 options. So let's um, let's take a look. All right. So yeah, these are looking pretty good. This is so big, low profile, ultra low profile. A lot of good options here. Um, okay. So the next up, uh, some of these you have board guides. Next up, let's um, only look at normally stocking. Although I will say, actually, let's not look at normally stocking because actually there were a few um, things that we're not normally stocking, but maybe if the lead time is, you're willing to live with the lead time, it's worth it. Um, so the next thing is the height, the insulation height. So some of these are quite tall. They're the standard seven millimeters high. And remember, we want to actually have it be slimmer. So, um, you know, I'm not too picky about the height, but I definitely don't want it to be like the eight and a half that normally is. So I'm gonna say, you know, maybe 5.2 or less height. Um, you know, basically those those legs of the, the stacking header just have to make it all the way through. And then, um, you know, let's say we're gonna quote it at about 500 pieces. And we're gonna look at the options. So again, some of these are, um, they're not available, they're not in stock, but they are a little expensive. This one in particular was like, it's kind of cheap and it actually looks pretty good, um, but it's not in stock and it has a lead time of uh, four weeks, I think, yeah. So, you know, the, the question is, you know, what, what's nice is that the price is low. It's like, you know, $1.28, which is a really good price for a 40 pin header, but they're not gonna have it in stock right now. So this might be something where you're like, okay, I'll, I'll for when I go into manufacturing, manufacturing, I'll get this, but for now, there's um, this one actually came up and there's, it's not, you know, not too expensive, it's a couple dollars, and um, it looks good. This one was uh, <clears throat> nice and slim. And uh, one thing I'll note is that you do watch out, it has uh, mounting nubs. Let me see if I can. You can see the mounting nubs here. Um, so there's two mounting nubs, which are actually not I, traditional. You know, I, I didn't normally used to have these on the headers, but um, now you see I have to make a little, uh, you know, there's a two millimeter hole 
And so you see that it actually affects the size of the um, annular ring around my through hole that would go through. So instead of uh, having it be like this nice chunky annular ring, it's only a five millimeter annular ring. You know, it's a little bit close to the edge, but it's, uh, it's okay, I think it'll be fine. But um, the mounting posts are good because, um, especially if you're gonna have someone hand place these, it just makes it so they don't skew. You know, it's like once they sit in place, they're, they're good to go. So this one is actually pretty nice and you can tell it's definitely, um, hollow like you can see through it which is good that means those long pins will enter through and uh, exit out the top so this is my pick the harwin m20 781 and it's in stock right now and that's distillatina great search Okay, okay cool. 30 minutes, but yeah, we, we had a couple lot of people cover. said, um, funny the topic is live, been thinking about various displays. I was looking for low pro profile connectors, uh, looking for stackable seven pin today. Um, so right before we do the show, you know that thing in um, the Professor X has, you put the helmet oh, on. Oh, the, the helmet with like the like, yeah. things that stick out? Yeah. yeah, so whatever everyone's searching for, that's how we... I can actually see everybody searching. Well, it's a, it's a, it's to the, according to the terms of service of YouTube, you agree to have all of your uh, thoughts broadcasted. Yes. So we just built the machine that can yeah. receive this. Or like the Riddler in um, Bat the, was Batman 2. Didn't he have like that, the thing he put on his head? Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, I'm reading your thoughts and finding your parts. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's the Descalade this week. Thank you so much, everybody, for stopping by. Very much appreciated. We'll see everybody throughout the week for a bunch of cool shows, projects, new products, you name it. We'll be doing it together. Yeah. If you have uh, great search requests, uh, send them in Can to Can always, always email me, ptdatafruit.com. Email ptdatafruit. All right. Thanks, All right, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week.